Lifespring number 183, Kenny, Mark, and Habib? Lifespring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004. Thanks for your support. And now, on with the show. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's Steve Webb. I'm your host. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. How are your Christmas preparations going? Got all the presents bought? I think I bought my very last Christmas present uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think I finished up all my shopping yesterday. I think it must be some sort of a world record for me. (laughs) I'm usually that guy that's out on... Uh, December 24th at about 11.30 p.m., you know. Eh, maybe not quite that bad, but uh, yeah, I normally wait until the last minute. No, eh, not this year. <laughs> of course, there's less to go around, so that's all right. Maybe that's why. Hey, so today I was planning on getting a show out much, much earlier, but um, I came downstairs and found that both my XP box and my Mac had crashed. <laughs> How strange. I don't know why that was. I was able to back up the or, or restore the XP box using System Restore, no problem. Came right back up. But evidently, the new Mac OS X update, automatic update, has crashed a lot of people's computers. Even the uh, the great Victor Cahiao had some problems. He's from a Typical Mac user podcast. If you're a Mac user and you don't listen to Victor's show, the Typical Mac user, you're missing out. Victor's a friend of mine, known him for a long time. And uh, so, yeah, even he had problems. He helped me uh, get mine up, but, oh, man, took most of the day. It was not an easy fix. I won't go into all the uh, the details, but anyway. Uh, because of that, I was, be, be, because of the problems I had today, I was not able to do some uh, a lot of show prep. And so what I'm going to do is play this that a friend of mine, well, let, let me just say, what you're about to hear is a radio interview um, that was never aired. It was a radio interview show called the Classic Christian Music Show. And it aired here in Southern California for a while. I'm not really sure how long. But it's hosted by Mark Christian and Kenny Metcalf, whom I interviewed on Lifespring number 176. Kenny was the original keyboard player for Striper, as you know. Um, Striper, of course, is the amazing hair metal Christian band from the 80s. If you haven't heard that interview, I suggest you go back in the archives at LifespringMedia.com. Click on the Lifespring Show and search for number 176 or search for Kenny Metcalf. Anyway, listen to that. really was a good show. So anyways, Kenny Metcalf sent this show to me, this uh, classic Christian music radio show, not too long after we did our interview. And he asked me to listen to it, and he said that he and his co-host, Mark Christian, Uh, had never aired this show, but they would like for you to hear it if I thought that it was something that you'd like to hear. So I've listened to it. It was a good show, real entertaining, and I thought, well, you know, I'm going to play that for the listeners. (laughs) Well, today, since I had no prep time because of my computer woes, this is a good day to to play it. It, it, it's, It's worth listening to. Let me give a quick thank you to Covenant Eyes, those great folks over there who help men and women deal with the temptation of those undesirable places on the Internet. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about pornography. It affects men and it affects women from all walks of life. And more are ensnared by this stuff every day. Even children fall victim to online porn as early as five years old. They get their first exposure to it. Because, you know, sometimes you're just surfing around innocently and all of a sudden, blammo, you know. Let's say you're doing an image search on Google Images or something. And, uh, woo, if you don't have your filters set properly, you can get exposed really easily. And so... Covenant Eyes has some great tools to help combat this temptation and the inadvertent exposure that can happen as you're uh, running hither and yon on the, on the internet. So next time you're on the net, go to CovenantEyes.com, see all the good stuff that they have there and sign up. Use my promo code LIFESPRING and you'll get your first 30 days for free. So thanks to Covenant Eyes for their support of LifeSpring Media. And also I want to thank Carbonite, our newest supporter. Oh, how I wish their Mac version had been available today when my Mac went down. 
It's going to be out in early uh, 2009, and I'll be installing it on my Mac just as soon as it's released. Uh, But, you know, I've had Carbonite on my XP box for nearly two years, and it's been great. You can store an unlimited amount of data with Carbonite. All your irreplaceable family photos, your financial records, your downloaded music, everything you want for just $49.95 a year. And when you get a system crash or a failed hard drive, you can restore everything with just a few clicks of your mouse. If you don't have a good backup regimen, and let's face it, you probably don't, the best thing you can do is get going today with Carbonite. While you're at it, do me a favor, okay? I only get credit for sending you over to Carbonite if you click on the Carbonite link from my website. It would really mean a lot to me if you would go to ads.lifespringmedia.com before you head to their website. Thank you. And now, here's my motorcycle riding pal, Kenny Metcalf, Mark Christian, and their special guest. Enjoy. Welcome to Classic Christian Music Radio. Each week we interview an artist that is new to radio airplay or artists that have helped to create the Christian music format. Classic Christian Music Radio. Classic Christian Music Radio. Your source for fresh new music and seasoned classic Christian music artists with your hosts, Mark Christian. I'm alive! And Kenny Metcalf. Yeah, that's me and I'm still here too. (laughs) And now... Classic Christian Music Radio is on the air. Hello and welcome to another edition of Classic Christian Music Radio. I'm Mark Christian. I'm Kenny Metcalf, and boy, has time flown since our last interview, hasn't it? <laughs> it just goes by so quickly. And it's fun, though. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's nice to be able to come back and be able to share what's going on in the Christian music industry. And and you've uh, you've been a little bit busy with your with your little project. Um, haven't you? You've been working on on uh, on the under construction album. Well, that no, that was actually done. I've been working on the new worship album called "The Ways of Our Father." Ways of Our Father, very good. So yeah, I've been busy with that, but uh, it's been quite an interesting week to say the least. <laughs> been running into all kinds of different artists, but we just happened to run into one today that's sitting on the other side of the microphone. Yes. So hey, let me give this back to you. <laughs> very good. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got somebody in the studio here now that has uh, done a little bit of everything in, in uh, media. He's done a little TV, a little radio. He's done. Uh, uh, he's into ministry now, and he's got uh, a number of CDs, compact discs, that uh, have been on I the market. I wondered what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are uh, acronym uh, impaired, uh, compact discs. Anyway, so we've got in the studio with us uh, someone who's been around, uh, the Beach Boys, and he's been on TV. He's done Full House. He's done a couple of other things. And his, his brother is involved in the in the whole scheme of things, too. This is Habib Bardowell. Habib, God bless you. Welcome to the program. Thanks, guys. It's good to yeah. see you out. I'm glad you are able to make it out. Yes. Kenny said he ran into me. He actually did with his car. He's still feeling it right now. <laughs> but it was okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't drive the motorcycle. No, my car there. was bigger. <laughs> the important thing is I'm okay. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, <laughs> He's kidding. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> it didn't seem limping when he walked in. <laughs> well, um, so tell me, you, you you got involved in music, and I don't know when exactly your brother, uh, Philip, got involved, but uh, tell me when, when you got bit by the music bug. How did okay. that all happen? You were real little, right? I was little. <laughs> I'm still little. <laughs> but uh, maybe I should explain my name, Habib. Yes. that's kind of an interesting name. It was given to me by my uncle Ahmed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Habib uh, means love in Arabic, and uh, I'm part Arabic and part Colombian, born in Jamaica. Wow. Yeah, all the major drug importing and exporting <laughs> countries in the world. <laughs> There's a I was doomed you. from the very beginning. <laughs> we have a Lebanese Syrian from Jamaica. I think that, that like... <laughs> Red, red, flags right should, red flags should go up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to joke about my name, but I don't much anymore in the airport because it just doesn't work. I used to walk up to people and say, hi, my name is Habib. Please take this package. I cannot be on the flight. But it just doesn't work anymore. Not anymore, huh? No. Oh, but, boy. Uh, <laughs> or just, just, hi, my name is Habib, and I have fingernail clippers. <laughs> Exactly. That right there. You can, your name could be Sven and have fingernails <laughs> you and you're going in there. Yeah, you won't get in. All right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I started music when I was six. What instrument did you play at age oh, six? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't ask that. <laughs> I started on the accordion. Who didn't? Yeah, well, 
Lord. You heard you heard the joke about the accordion. No, I actually didn't. Go ahead. Yeah, the guy walks into he has accordion, he puts it in his car and walks in to buy some groceries and halfway through he figures out, Oh my gosh, I left my accordion in the car. He and I left the doors open, he ran out there and sure enough there were two other accordions in there. <laughs> um <laughs> But, um, <laughs> but uh, that went right over my head. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he didn't even have to duck. That, that blank stare on my face. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I was six years old. And then at eight years old, I switched to piano. Thank God. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I wrote my first song when I was eight. Eight years for, old. Yeah, it was for my fourth grade teacher. Wow. Yeah. And... Uh, See, I, I was about, uh, I guess it was 12 years old that I was um, on an honor choir tour with uh, Lexington Junior High in Cyprus. Wow. And I think you're jumping ahead of this too quick. I want to get back to the accordion. <laughs> you used to actually stand on a street corner, didn't you? No, no, no. I, oh, oh, no. With your accordion? What I did And your was, brother, Philip, actually like dressed up as a little monkey, and you would play the accordion, <laughs> and people would throw the monkey? My brother, Philip, still dresses up as a little monkey. But <laughs> that's um, no, what it was, is it, it was a mall. It was Lakewood Mall. And that was you? That was me, dude. <laughs> that's good. That was a Folgers, there was a Folgers coffee can there, and... Uh, I think he only dropped in a nickel, though. That was weird. <laughs> Cheapo. <laughs> so can I skip over the accordion part now? Oh, yeah, I think I'm the story's real. Okay, go ahead. Anyways. Um, but uh, let's see. I was about 12 years old, and we and I was on an honor choir tour, uh, Lexington Junior High in Cyprus, and I met a guy on that tour named John Stamos. Wow. Yeah. And you were how old? 12? 12, and he was 11. Imagine meeting him in Jamaica. No, 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 I wasn't in Jamaica, dude. It was in San Diego at an honor choir tour. Charles yeah. Stamos wouldn't be in Jamaica. I'm only kidding. Um, and uh, I asked him to be in my, I said, you want to start a band? Because he was a drummer. And I said, yes. Yeah. So we went back, started a, a band with my brother, Philip. And he used to play guitar. And um, we we hit it off. And we practiced in my parents' uh, house in the living room. Uh-huh. And he had like a orange Ludwig, uh, what do you call it? sparkling thing? You metallic. Know? Metallic. Yeah. <laughs> I had a red Ludwig metallic <laughs> drum set, so that's why that figures <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. And uh, we we knew three songs, and we learned three songs, and we got our first gig. <laughs> and uh, you remember what those three were? It was uh, "Who Loves You" by uh, "Who Loves You, Pretty Baby." baby. Uh, Frankie, what was it? Uh, four Seasons. Um, and Oh, What a Night, another yes. Four Seasons. And oh, then uh, Stairway to Heaven or something. Now, how do you do that with drums, guitar, and a bass? <laughs> well, this is the deal. No, we didn't have a bass. Oh, God. With sure. drum, bass, I played keyboards. Oh, geez. We didn't have a bass player. No. So I don't know how we did it. But... That was the last interview, Kenny. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> so we got our first gig, and it was uh, at, at uh, John's um, uh, uncle's house. And uh, we go, well, how, we only know three songs and we're supposed to play four hours. You know, like, what's the deal? I've done that many times so, with three songs. So, so what happened was uh, we said all our stuff. We played three songs and we turned to John's dad and we go, we don't know. Why do you just play it? So he goes, I got an idea. So he went up and he turned the clock up three hours and people were so drunk, they didn't even realize. <laughs> go, oh, the gig's over. We're done. You know, and it was done. <laughs> That's funny. I have a question for you then. Yeah. Who's taller, you or John Stamos? <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's taller, but I have pictures of me taller. Wow. Now, that was how long ago it was. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, how did you guys get involved in TV and all that stuff? Well, that came that came later uh, with when... Uh, you know, it was through John. You know, he had wow. us on Full House. Wow, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's a nice connection to have. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you, you, did you do it regularly? Or you just no, started? no, just a couple of times. That's way cool. That was way enough. Two times was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got the experience to be on TV, though. That, that's... Uh, yeah, but it was not, you know, like not a pleasant what, experience you think, to... <laughs> what you think it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, John had his own room. We were, like, in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, musicians union. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. All right. So you get through all that. You get into a part. You, you actually had, had a time in your life where you tried to fill your life with things that maybe wasn't really edifying. 
talking about drugs. Drugs. Las drogas. Yes. Well, I, uh, I started drinking at an early age, at the age of 13. Um, I started smoking pot and doing all the things. Because what, what happened was I, uh, we went to church every Sunday, but um, it was uh, a Greek, Greek Byzantine Melkite Catholic church. Wow. And, uh, and it was really, I mean, we, we had a lot of friends there and everything, and we heard a lot about Jesus, but we didn't, uh, I didn't know you could have a, like, a relationship with him. I just heard about him and and there was an, a huge emptiness in my in my life. So, um, and also the weird thing was, is I never was comfortable around people. You know, really? Yeah. And being a performer was never something that I I liked. I loved music, and I felt at an early age that I had a message, but I was really scared to be around people. So when I found alcohol and drugs, it helped me be around people. Wow. And I remember as a kid too, I was very depressed a lot, and. Uh, and and the alcohol, you know, helped uh, overcome a lot of those fears. So I started drinking and doing that regularly. Um, when I, uh, you know, I went to college and I got my degree in music. And that's where I met up with a guy named Richard Carpenter from the Carpenters. <laughs> and he asked Very me to familiar. go on tour with him to Japan. And wow. so I went with him. And um, that was incredible because some of my favorite songs were the Carpenters songs. Yeah. And this was was after- Karen still around? No, Karen had died, actually. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, but, she, but he had this singer that sounded just like her. Oh, really? Ja- yeah, in Japan. It was weird. But, but she didn't speak English. But she, 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 but she sang the songs. She only sang incredible. the songs in English, incredible. but she didn't know anything. Uh, and then uh, I graduated. I taught high school music for about eight years. Wow! And uh, and all that whole time, I was still playing music. And that's when I got hooked up with um, Jan and Dean. Uh, my brother and I started playing with them. That's cool. And then on the road or in the studio? And on the road. On the road. Yeah. Wow. Live stuff. I love it. Yeah. And then uh, then we graduated to the. To Mike Love and the Beach Boys, but by this time it was the late '80s, so they were at, weren't the Beach Boys anymore. They were Beach Men. Beach Men. Yeah. And, <laughs> but and uh, but it was re- you know you're playing with classic, people, yeah. You know, I mean, really cool songs. Like, and uh, but but I still you know that there was that whole emptiness. I I drank all the time. I mean, I closed the bar down. I was <laughs> I I was the last one, the first one in, the last one out. Wow. And um. You know, finally, I uh, you know I just got to the point where I I knew I was heading down the wrong path. I started doing a lot of other drugs that were worse, and uh, I almost died of a drug overdose one night. And, wow! And while I, when I was in Hawaii, and I and I woke up the next day and I said I'm never doing that again. And the next day I was doing it. That went on till till I was about 29 years old in 1991, wow. and I remember riding my bike to the beach one day and I said you know I prayed God if you're real you got to show me Mm. and I about three months later I was in my in my house and the phone rang and uh, I picked up the phone and the guy on the line says hey is Bob there and I I said I get the wrong number he says well Jesus loves you and I you know the first thing I thought to myself well there's who is this guy there's no way that Jesus would ever love me because first of all he was on my wall right and he was still on the cross, and uh, I thought he was mad at me, you know, because of all the bad things I've done. Sure. And the next day I was in a mall, and there was a guy sitting on a bench, and I walked right by him, and he looked up at me. He goes, hey, man, Jesus loves you. And I walked right by him, and he and I turned around, and he wasn't there anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. And then the next week I was in a parking lot full of cars, and there was a, a bright pink VW bug that had written in fluorescent paint all over it, Jesus loves you. I told you that would work out, Mark. If you just did something with <laughs> I, that I was nervous. Bug. And I didn't want to do this. I wasn't sure. I'm just kidding. We're just kidding. That was you. <laughs> no, no. I've been looking for you my whole life. <laughs> if you had I a pink bug you, with the fluorescent words "Jesus loves you," Habib Bartowell is a believer because of you. <laughs> I'm second guessing my decision now. <laughs> you have impacted his life. Ouch. <laughs> okay. Um. And so, you know, I just knew that God answered my prayer. You know, I remember praying, God, or if you really got to show me. Wow. And I made, and I didn't know 
what uh, to do. I just knew that I needed God in my life, so I asked Jesus into my heart, and I took that wow. step. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You did that on your own. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Most people like myself need a kind of a whack in the head and somebody say, you need to repent. You need to ask Jesus in your life. Uh, I was just telling him that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> For the 12th time. <laughs> so but so he, he knew exactly where to what buttons to push, obviously, to bring around to him. When you did uh, accept Christ, did anything uh, traumatic happen? Did you feel a change or you just knew in your heart something had happened? That was well, real? Well, the leprosy went away. <laughs> <laughs> My hair grew back. Tippy came back home. <laughs> uh, you know what? It wasn't, there was no thunderbolt or anything, but I just knew. I, that emptiness all of a sudden went away. See, that, that's and the, bar, the, the bars I was playing in, um, I, I remember walking into a bar and going, I don't like this anymore. It's wow. just different, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, up to this point, you've had music in, through your whole life. Do you have some music in particular that you'd like to... Yeah, this one song I'd like you to play is called I Never Knew because it, uh, it kind of sums up what I just talked about, that I never knew that I needed Jesus. But uh, he's, he's definitely all, all I need. Okay, and this is off of which album is that? Is no it? Other Name. No Other Name. This is off of the CD, No Other Name, and this is called... I Never Knew. And you're listening to Classic Christian Music with Habib Bartowell. I never knew I needed you I never knew you'd care Someone as scared and lost as me To think I would find you here You said in your word you died for me I just kept wondering how And I never knew I needed you but Lord, I need you now With your arms stretched out so wide You said I love you With a voice that stopped the storm You said I care If I ever doubt
I never knew that I I needed Jesus, but that's uh, that, that's the whole point of of why God made me. You know, yeah. is to is to to have a relationship with Him through Jesus Christ. Um, it's interesting because you know I talked about a lot about drugs and and trying to fill that emptiness in my heart with other things and relationships and whatever. But there's right. a cool story about this song. Uh, when I was living in Texas, there was a, a a girl who was actually ready to take her life with a bottle of pills. Wow! And that song happened to be playing in the background, and she started listening to the words, and she put the pills down, and she's alive. Wow! Today, yeah. Doesn't that doesn't that encourage you to know that some something that God inspired you with actually saved somebody's life? Yeah, it's amazing. I think that's incredible. The next song here, uh, you want to talk a little bit about this one? Completely different CD. Yeah, it's a different CD. It's from Make Me Your Voice 2. Now, what was the Make Me Your Voice project all about? Yeah, the Make Me Your Voice project is interesting. Uh, I got asked, uh, a friend of mine, Ken Tamplin. Yeah, Ken Tamplin. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. He he went to a dinner one night, and he heard about the persecuted church in Sudan, and it just stuck with him for a long time, and he... uh, he wanted to do something, so he decided to make a CD, and he asked me if I would donate a song to the CD, and wow. I said, sure. So I gave him a song called Make Me Your Voice, which is a song I wrote, and um, they actually um, changed the title of the whole record for with Make Me Your Voice, and it got released with EMI, and all the proceeds went to, to help the Sudanese church. We raised over $100,000. Wow. To, to help uh, them over there. That was the title cut from the album. Right. They actually made the, the title cut yeah. of the name yeah. of the CD. And then, so we did a number two, and the song I want to play is a, one of my favorite songs that I've written. It's called Forever Holding Me, and uh, it, it's about God's faithfulness that no matter what we're going through, He's always there. So, you know, I just want to encourage you that if you're going through anything that feels tougher than what you can deal with, God is with you.
just in case you're tuning in just now, this is Classic Christian Music Radio. I'm Mark Christian. I'm Kenny Metcalf, and that is not Keith Green you're listening to. <laughs> That's, of course, uh, Habib Bardowell. And uh, I met Habib at, uh, at, at church, Saddleback Church, when he was uh, doing ministry there. And uh, you got into ministry pretty pretty early, and uh, you, now your kids are involved in all that. Um, and you know what? We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. That's a good idea. So, uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about how you got involved in ministry and what that was all about. Because you, uh, you're doing uh, all sorts of stuff, church planning and all that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. It's really cool to see that. So we'll get uh, back to the interview in just a minute. Uh, stay tuned to Classic Christian Music Radio. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. Hi, this is Leon Patillo, and you're listening to Mark Christian and Kenny Metcalf right here on Classic Christian Music Radio. And we're back from the break. Yes, we are. This is a classic Christian music radio. I'm not Kenny Metcalf. And I'm not Mark Christian. And we're in the studio with Habib Bartowell. And he's not I... Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Habib, thanks for thanks for being part of the program. It's really fun to have you in the studio. It's been Thank a you. it's been a blast. Uh, I've noticed that he's already got a five o'clock shadow just from the time we started this show. <laughs> when does this the, thing end? <laughs> that's the Lebanese part of me. <laughs> Insta You got into ministry and then you brought your family in with it too yeah well what happened was uh you know 1991 where we left off where i came to the lord he was 29 <laughs> he was 29 <laughs> um do the math <laughs> in 1993 i got a message on my my answering machine that said uh there was a church in the saddleback area that was looking for someone to help with the choir and play piano so i'm like oh, okay which church is it you know and i I find out at Saddleback Church, you know, and at that time they were running about 6,000 people. That was in the tent. Yeah, they they had just, they were moving out of the tent. So I, we, I put my resume in and uh, about a month later I got a call and they said, hey, we want to interview you for the position. So I went down, Rick Muchow interviewed me and they hired me. Wow. And I was two years old in the Lord. I had long hair, earrings. Spandex? <laughs> no, no spandex, dude. None that was that, you. Yeah, none of that striper <laughs> spandex. <though. laughs> and so I started uh, leading worship. Um, I did the Wednesday night uh, midweek. Those were fun. And the youth. I did youth music and, um, and uh, you know, help with the choir. And it was awesome. Yes, it was. Yeah. That time period, it actually had a Jamaican overtone. The music was very tropical. Yes. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, it was great. Yeah, absolutely great. Because that's yeah. when uh, that's when when I came on the scene. And I I actually met you and your brother, and you added a spice up on stage that, that you're always waiting for some the next thing to happen. It was always fun <laughs> to see you guys up there doing something. There was always something going on. You know. Yeah, you were the camera guy. Yeah, I was the camera guy. I remember were... who's this guy? Like, oh, come <laughs> my nose on the piano. Was like, <laughs> I could see my nose hair. <laughs> But yeah, I I uh, was up on stage doing a camera, running around uh, doing uh, camera four, and and you guys were always doing something. It was yeah. that's what made it so fun, you know. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we had our our kids about that time. They were born in '93. Wow. Uh, in fact, we we went we went to the uh, doctor to find out if we we're having a boy or a girl. Right. And the lady, she does the ultrasound. She right. goes, I see two heads in there. I'm like, dude, are they attached? You know, I'm like freaking out. And uh, we find, you know, we wanted to know if we were having a boy or girl. We had a boy and a girl. Wow, twins, twins. Austin and Sierra. Wow. Yeah, and they're now 12. Wow. And I'm 29. No. And uh, <laughs> my, um, I have an, another son named Daniel, and he's eight. Wow. And they have a band. I'm their piano teacher, which I I didn't want to do because I, I really. I don't have a lot of patience, you know, but uh, it's been really cool. I, I've it's just been really cool to be their piano teacher and to to see them grow. They love the Lord. My my daughter leads worship on Sundays. And how old is she? She's she's twelve. Twelve. And they have a band stuff. And this new CD that I have out called Heaven's Grace. Uh, there's a song on there called "Twinkling of an Eye" that they actually sing on with me. My my eight year old starts it, and then my Austin comes in next and Sierra, and then we sing together. This is called The Twinkling of an Eye. Yeah. On Classic Christian Music Radio.
reminiscing about this star before Of how its light could twinkle in the sky Mommy sang of giving God the glory When the morning sun would rise on this child And now I'm singing songs about forever A place where I will see my father When his son comes to meet me in the sky The twinkling of an eye is brighter than the twinkling of a star When light will meet the dark and I will be at home The twinkling of an eye is the time it takes to Singing glory Waves crash on the shore Singing His praise The dawning of the morning Tells the story Of a night when the sun Will take its place The Son of God is coming In His glory But no one knows the day All the time For those he calls his children And I pray that you won't be left behind The twinkling of an eye is brighter than The twinkling of a star When light will meet the dark And light will be at home The twinkling of an eye is the time it takes to That's wonderful that um, you've included your children in your ministry. I think that's cool. And release them to be a part of this. Um, I know that being a parent and being a musician, I did the same thing with my children. And it, and they are now adults, and they use the music. They're worship leaders. Uh, they take it to the streets in different ways. They write their own music. Um, I, I, you know, just being a musician... I honestly, and a Christian, I believe that the next generation should have a double anointing of what the generation before them had. Yeah. And uh, do you already see those things in your own children? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's amazing what they do. They have a band together. They play, and they uh, go to different churches and lead worship. And, um, you know, they lead worship at our church. And they're, they're just, uh, it's amazing to see. I remember when I was that age, and I had no clue. <laughs> you know what what was up with God and and they just have God in their heart man yeah. it's amazing well he brought you along developing your music and once you got to the point obviously where you know you you're leading worship at Saddleback he led you along now now it's going to be easier for your kids because you're you're leading the way for them yeah you know no, yeah. t- no telling where they're going to go yeah. how about release i always believe in releasing young people they are your children how do you feel about releasing them to uh, get out there and touch people's lives? Oh, I, I want them to. <laughs> you know, my, my son plays drums now, too. And wow. He, How uh, many instruments does he play? Uh, Austin, he plays uh, he plays piano, and he sings, and he plays drums, and he plays saxophone. <laughs> That's yeah. great. And That's Sierra great. plays keyboards and sings and plays guitar. Wow. And Daniel, he plays piano and sings. Wow, cornucopia so. of talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you start to write a song and you get inspiration, is it is the music begin first, or, or does, is it a thought in your head? Yeah, the words. It's usually a thought in my head. Yeah, I I, I think a lot 
which is my problem. (laughs) 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 But uh, usually it's a thought in my head, an idea, uh, something from God's Word that I read. And then um, I'll either write a song or now I write messages too, you know, for Sunday mornings. Yes. You know, after Saddleback, I I went, I took a tour of the United States basically. We we went on our missionary duty to Houston. I prayed for uh, humility and God thought I said humidity. (laughs) And so (laughs) we went to Houston and did uh, three years there in that church and it was awesome. It it was a real good experience. Then we went to Monterey, California. Wow. Three, two years, then back down here, and then it was uh, 2003, and we really felt God was calling us to start a church, and uh, it's called The Gate. The Gate. Where is The Gate located? We meet at Laguna Hills High School every Sunday morning, 9.30 coffee, uh, 10 o'clock service. Uh, We always say The Gate is a place to meet Jesus, and it's a connection point to connect people to God and to each other. I uh, snuck into the service. I had a little bit of a challenge with my automobile, (laughs) but when I got there, uh, you were introducing uh, somebody up on stage, and he was talking about, you know, rising to the occasion and uh, uh, being accountable, and uh, great. uh, He had a great message. At the end of the service, I waited around to see who would say anything. I was approached by five people, you know, different people. They asked you to leave? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you shorty, get out of here. They actually came up to me and and wanted to know who I was. And they looked me in the eye when they said it, and I thought that was really sincere. It was really cool. Mm. I thought that was really cool. It really Mm. really made a difference. I really enjoyed that. I I felt like they wanted me to to know who I was. I'm glad. The last uh, song that we played was The Twinkling of an Eye, Uh and that is off the Heaven's Grace CD. Where can they find this CD? Well, you can go to a website, www.westwindworship.org, westwindworship.org, and they have the CDs on there. Um, Or you could come to our church, uh, The Gate, every Sunday. We have my CDs there. In fact... If you come, we have a, a deal where you get five free songs just for showing up. Wow. Five, five of my songs. So uh, come on down. <laughs> come on you, you can find out about the church at, at www.thegateoc.com. Um, just in case you've uh, just tuned in, you're passing by, and you say, who are these guys talking? Uh, this is Classic Christian Music Radio. I'm Mark Christian. I'm Kenny Metcalf. And we are in the studio with Habib Bardwell, Pastor Habib Bardwell. <laughs> And uh, he's, uh, we're just talking about the church that they started, and it's called The Gate, and it's down in Laguna, and it's just a great place to hang out and, and talk and commune with uh, the Lord and, and some brothers and sisters in Christ and hear a great message and some really good music, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and his kids are the youth pastors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my brother, Phillips, actually helps with the music every Sunday. Yes. He's great. Yes, every, he is. You know, we go way back. The song's uh, called Who Are You, and uh, it's just about who God is to us. He's our Father, and uh, He's everything we need. Shine so bright 
That's my brother Philip wow. screaming in the Getting background. Getting into it too. Yeah. Does he do that on Sunday? Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, man, I'm coming. He does. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I want to play a song here that uh, is on the same CD, Heaven's Grace, called "You Alone," um, because uh, you know the whole the whole hour we've been talking about how I was had an emptiness in my heart, and right. now God has filled that emptiness with Jesus Christ. That's because the song's called "You Alone." And here it is, You Alone, on Classic Christian Music Radio. You alone, a God enthroned in heaven. You alone, a King of earth. You alone can deliver me and save me. And you're listening to Classic Christian Music Radio. I'm Mark Christian. I'm Kenny Metcalf. And in the background you hear Mr. Hubby Bardwell singing and uh, off of off of the, the uh, album Heaven's Grace. Yeah. And uh, beautiful album. Great album Took all the way It took me across. a long time to find out what grace really means. I'm still finding out, you know, <laughs> because we're really hard on ourselves. But this next song is called uh, Open My Eyes. 
who once was blind, but now I can see. And that's right here in Classic Christian Music Radio. The road is long, my faith is weak. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord, to the light. Your love is healing me. Open my eyes, my Lord. The road is long. My faith is Open my eyes, Lord Open my eyes, Lord To the light Your love Is healing me Open my eyes, my Lord I have waited so Open my eyes, Lord, open my eyes, Lord, won't you touch me, heal me, speak to me now, open my eyes, my Lord. Okay, off of the Heaven's Grace compact disc. That was... Open My Eyes. Open My Eyes. <laughs> Beautiful song. Yeah, ta- Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's really nice to see that someone has such passion for what they do. And it's, it's, it's really cool to see. Uh, it, it really it induces people to want to wanna worship. And I think that's really what, what worship should be all about. Well, I always knew that I had a gift of music, but I didn't know what it was for. And now I do, you know, it's to glorify God, yes, you know, and, yes. and my heart is just, f- just so full of, of, of life now. You can see it when you, you know? when you, when you worship, when you're actually doing the music, it comes out, it exudes out of your, out of your person, you know, it's, it's really a blessing to be able to worship with you know, the music but, with but you. This, this last year has been a really tough year. A lot has gone on health wise and stuff, but God has been so faithful to me, you know, I mean... I'm just excited of what he has in the future because yes. uh, this song, this song um, is called "Make Me Your Voice," which I talked about earlier. It's kind of my signature song. Yes, it is, and uh, it's just a prayer to God about being used by God. Lord, use my hands, use my feet, use my life. Make me your voice, faithful and true. Oh 
Well, Habib, being a preacher, I don't think it'll be hard for you to sum it up in words, but we'd like you to take this opportunity to uh, give out an invitation to the listeners. Actually, it's going to be really hard to sum it up in words. (laughs) I wish you could hear my heart. Um, I, I just know how empty it is to have a life and not know what to do with it. I, uh, I searched so long, you know, and even coming to Christ, we're still on this earth, yeah. you know, and there's so many trials. Jesus even said, you know, there will be trials, not a matter of if, but when. And, and I just want to s- encourage you right now that uh, God is way bigger than anything that you're going through. Amen. And he's in control and uh, he loves you. And, um, you know, just get on your knees and, and just say, God, I need you. You know, the psalmist said so many times, you know, I cry out to God and he hears my cry. And, or I lay my request before you, Lord, and wait expectantly during the day. I just know that my relationship with God right now is the most important thing I have. And if there's anything else that's in your life that's, that's taken that place, you got to get rid of it and you got to let God in. Yeah. So he says, here I am, I stand at the door and knock. And he said that to Christians. He said that to the church because even Christians close the door to our hearts. So I just want to encourage you right now that uh, if you don't have a relationship with God, now's the time to ask him to come into your life. And if you do, um, now's the time to give him your life totally. Mm-hmm. Surrender to him. You just pray this prayer. Lord God, I want you to... to uh, come into my heart, every part of my heart. I, I'm sorry that I've closed off my life to you. I want to serve you. I want to love you. I want to love others. I want to be an ambassador to the world, a minister of reconciliation for those who are hurting and lost. We know that you came for the lost, and you have come to set us free. God, I pray that you set people free today, people who are in bondage to sin and different things in their life, Lord, addictions, whatever, that you would set them free. Because I know you've set me free, God, and it's just an incredible testimony of your grace. And I, and I know it's not just for me, it's for everyone. Yeah. So I pray this in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we say, you, you said, ask in my name and it will be given to you. Yeah. And I thank you, Father, that you are faithful and your word is true. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, and this also applies to anybody Anybody who is a Christian and there's anything going on in your life that you need, this applies to you too. Amen. That's right. Good word. It's never too late to ask for help. That's right. Habib, God bless you, buddy. Thanks for being on the program. It's been fun. Will you you come back? Oh, yeah. When things start stirring around and we can talk about the gate and what you guys are doing. I'd love to, man. It'd be great. I'd love to. Let's tell them where they can find your product again. Yeah. Yeah. www.westwindworship.com. Dot org and the church is thegateoc.com. Very good. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for being a part of it, Kenny. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, close the program out, and uh, we'll do this. Uh, we'll do it again next time. I look forward to it. Thanks to Mark Christian, Habib Bartowell, and my friend Kenny Metcalf for sitting in today. Listen, let me know what you thought of this. Okay. Would you like to hear more of this kind of thing? Write to me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or better yet, call toll-free at 877-433-9091 and leave a voice message. Just like Matt did. Take a listen. Hi, Steve. This is Matt Matero from Matt Matero Ministries. And um, I just wanted to comment on the series you did with Kenny Metcalf. I just wanted to thank you for your gracious amount of time and uh, putting him on the web like you did. And... uh, I really got a lot out of that. I, I have sent a, a link to uh, over a hundred of my friends, and um, it was just a very touching series. I was crying through most of it, but um, I just wanted to commend you on uh, the great job you did and the graciousness that you you showed in putting Kenny's story on there, so that other people could find out about the miracle of, of God's healing uh, through difficult times. Keep up the great work in, in the Lord. May God bless you. Take care. Bye. Yeah, thank you, Matt. That was Matt Matero from Matt Matero Ministries. I'll have a link to his website on the show notes page as well. Well, I think it's time to get out of here, huh? Hey, before I do, let me say that, as you know, Christmas is just a few days away, and I'm planning a special show of nothing but Christmas music. 
There's going to be a real wide variety of music on it because, well, I love all kinds of genres. You know, I've always said that I consider you to be a part of the family. You've heard me say it many times if you've been listening very long. And this is going to be my Christmas gift to you. Be looking for it to show up in your iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. If you're not subscribed to the show, why not? Now would be a great time to do it so you don't miss that show. And thanks again to those of you who have supported LifeSpring Media through your giving. I appreciate you so much. And thanks to CovenantEyes.com and Carbonite for their support. Please consider checking them out at ads.lifespringmedia.com. So, until next time, thanks for being with me today. May God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. If you enjoyed this program, will you consider helping to support LifeSpring Media? Details are at lifespringmedia.com. Thank you.